Welcome to the I Am Somebody podcast, a collaborative project with Focus Recovery and Wellness Community, NAMI Hancock County, and LGBTQ Spectrum of Finley. In this podcast, we'll hear stories of recovery from mental health conditions, substance use, and trauma. We'd like to let you all know that the subject matter of this podcast may be challenging to some listeners. The views and opinions expressed in the I Am Somebody podcast are those of the individuals being recorded and do not necessarily reflect the official policies or positions of Focus Recovery and Wellness Community, NAMI Hancock County, and LGBTQ Spectrum of Finley. Stay tuned after the podcast for resources if you are in need of mental health, substance use, or trauma services. I Am Somebody. 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 I am Max and I am somebody. Welcome to I Am Somebody. I'm Bailey and I'm here with my co-host Larry. Greetings travelers. Today we have with us Max to tell his story. How are you doing today Max? I am great. How are you guys? I'm good. I love it. Warm weather in this time of year. Heck, I know. I can't, take especially it. for December. I know, right? <laughs> like no jacket. People are going to know how long it takes these to come out. This is like That's the totally fine. That's reference times that just At are, least. Just, <laughs> I'm, I am swell. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're going to go ahead and just start with you sharing a little bit about yourself, just kind of a little brief introduction so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Um, my name is Max. Uh, I live in Finley, Ohio, and I have for like a little over a decade now. I run a vintage clothing store online and I do pop ups across Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, just like Midwest area. Mm hmm. And I'm here on this podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? So are we. (laughs) So. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Way. (laughs) Um, So. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Have they taken us off course? (laughs) Um, What are you hoping comes from sharing your story today, Max? Uh, well, for a good chunk of my life, I felt very trapped, trapped in social groups, trapped in kind of like societal views and just like financially trapped and just like in my own skin felt like a little trapped as like a person because I wasn't becoming the person I wanted to be. So I essentially hope I get to reach anyone who feels trapped right now or might feel trapped and they don't realize they are. So hopefully it gives people some courage to try and go towards uh, what they want in life and like happiness in life. Mm-hmm. Very Excellent. excited to see where your story takes us. <laughs> it's, <laughs> With that. It's, it's got some turns. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wherever you want to start us off. Well, I moved to Finley in 2012 as a, uh, freshman in high school which is a great time to leave your social groups and join a completely new area uh, before Perfect. before moving to Ohio I was from Massachusetts so saying goodbye to all my friends and uh, just kind of like how I knew life was because Massachusetts and Ohio are pretty different on a lot of different levels but um, especially freshman year in high school is just kind of an awkward time in general mm-hmm. and throughout high school uh, like I made friends I had fun but I never really felt at home like I always just sort of felt like well I'll just go here until I go to college like it just sort of felt like an in-between living situation makes sense and um Uh, Around senior year, well, actually, I would say even in junior year, I sort of developed like a really bad depression because, I mean, when you're living in a place for years and you just don't really feel like you belong there, you don't want to be there, it's it's hard. And believe you me, I love living in Finley now. I'm not going to be one of those people that just riffs on Finley (laughs) because I I like it now. You can if you want your story. But you can also say you like it. It's your story. Yeah. But um, uh, at the time, I really did not enjoy living in Finley. Um, I just like felt very uncomfortable all the time. Uh, just wanted to get out. And then started my senior year. Uh, 
it was a very traumatic time. Uh, both of my childhood dogs, uh, like I had two Labradors growing up, and mm-hmm. both of them died within a week of each other. And the second one to die died on my first day of school. <laughs> so I like went into school, like essentially just dead inside. Like I just, yeah. because I, for anyone who, um, obviously dog lovers know how hard that is, but for anyone yeah. who doesn't quite have that with a dog it's devastating like it's, it's horrible to lose a pet um it doesn't even have to be a dog just losing a pet is horrible. right um so i i went into school just dead inside uh a lot of my friends they could tell i was upset but no one was even uh like everyone was kind of just like all right well max is always sad so <laughs> like i'll just let uh max just do his thing and then in senior year i was the time when I was like, oh, it's like, it's time to make a change. Like I've been unhappy for a very long time. Uh, so I did the thing that uh, seemed like a good idea at the time, which was just to start doing a lot of drugs and start like having sex and just doing all the things that uh, I would hear in like rap songs and be like, yeah, these guys are living <laughs> like just, <laughs> just kind of dumb, immature kid stuff. And um, uh, like, the longer senior year went on, the more and more people kind of caught on that I was turning into a druggie. Like I had super long hair past my shoulders. I was wearing outlandish outfits. I was showing up to school high, like all, all sorts of stuff like that. And, um, <laughs> and all of my friends were extremely concerned about me cause, uh, they would be like, how are you doing? And I'd be like, Oh, I've, I found the key to happiness, which is doing drugs <laughs> like, they, like right. they they were just like horrified <laughs> whenever I would talk to them and they'd be like what are you talking about and I'm like no no like you don't understand <laughs> um uh but then uh it, like it it like it started to get like more intense like I went from smoking weed pretty much every day to like every weekend I just like shrooms acid or like drink lean things like that mm-hmm. um and I was just sort of getting more and more disconnected from reality because I was like, yeah, I, like when, when, uh, whenever you'd have to do those things where it's like after high school, what do you want to do as a career? I'd just be like, oh, just drugs. <laughs> like, that, that'll, like, I don't really have any ambitions. I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, this is kind of where the story takes like, the turn in the good direction. <laughs> like this is not, this is not, this is a happy story to me because if this didn't happen, I would probably still be in that place. So I'm actually very grateful for a lot of the bad thing. Well, the quote unquote bad things that have happened in my life and the traumas I've had. Cause I think they have made me a better person and have directed me towards like more happiness. Mm-hmm. And, um, at my senior year prom, uh, I won't get into all the details because that could be a whole podcast on its own. It's a, <laughs> it's a big story. But if you know me, you know the story. And if you lived in Finley in 2016, you've probably heard the story from like word of mouth or something. But my uh, uh, senior prom, I uh, I was arrested at prom and uh, um, got to spend a nice long weekend in jail for all of prom. And... I was a dumb kid then, so when I was getting booked, the police officer asked me if I was feeling suicidal, and I was high at the time, so I said, of course I am, I'm supposed to be at prom, and I'm here with you two now, so they did not see the humor in what, in what <laughs> I said. They didn't get the joke. <laughs> yeah, they did not get the joke. So Can the- I ask what you were arrested for on a brief level? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I... Uh, um, I smelled like marijuana, and then when they searched me, I had drugs on me. Okay. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to get in all the details. Yeah. That's enough. I got it. Um, <laughs> I've painted the picture. Yeah. And, um, uh, like, while I was in jail, since I s- said that, and they have to take me on my word, like, as soon as anyone's, and when you're in jail, as soon as anyone says anything about suicidal, they have to take that as serious as possible no matter what right um so they put me in something called a turtle shell which is essentially a rug that you wear and the purpose of having that is you can't kill yourself with that so you're completely naked in this turtle shell so for like pretty much almost my whole jail stay i was in this thing (laughs) like just this like very uncomfortable awful thing and um it was really just like a, a a horrible time like uh I really do not recommend jail. It's it's terrible. It's it's not fun. Um, I had like a, I would say the closest thing to like a legitimate mental breakdown in jail, and then 
like when I got out, I like wasn't sleeping normally and I was just so paranoid. Like even being in like a enclosed room, I was like, this just feels like a jail cell. Like I just would try to stay outside all the time because it's the only way I felt like free because mm -hmm. being in enclosed spaces really felt like, uh, like I was trapped and, uh, I, I had PTSD for a very long time from that. Um, luckily, I, I can be in enclosed rooms now, and um, I've kind of healed from, I would say, most of, if not all of that experience. Um, but post that, um, to jump back into the story, um, after my arrest, uh, I was alienated by so many of my social groups. All of my friends that did drugs were too scared to hang out with me because I had just gotten arrested. Right. And then my friends that did not do drugs were now terrified of me because I had been arrested. Right. And um, th this was, uh, I, and something at the time, my former best friend said to me, which was, a whole, you should never say something like this to a human being, but with his words, <clears throat> hit me in such a way that made me be like, I'm going to prove him wrong. And that's kind of what set me on a path to getting better and like happier. He told me I was uh, a waste of human existence because I had been arrested and I had all this potential. And I did not like hearing that. <laughs> that, that, that made me so upset, especially from my best friend at the time. Like that mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine it. Cause to me that said like, he didn't want to, like help me or he maybe he cared about me but he didn't have a good way of showing it um so then at that point i was not going to college because mentally i was just not ready to especially like a lot of people like to do drugs and what i was doing in high school and college so why would right. i just throw myself into that like without <laughs> like my family or any support groups excuse me and um so I stayed at home for the first year after high school and I uh, got a part-time job at, actually, you know what? I won't say the name of that place. They probably wouldn't appreciate it because um, <laughs> I don't have anything good to say about that place. But I got a job at a independent store um, and uh, it was an awful job. I made no money. Um Everyone I worked under was just like very obnoxious, rude, just loved to get new hires and just kind of be obnoxious to them. Mm -hmm. um, so I, at the time I had actually nothing going for me. <laughs> like I was just so unhappy, had nothing good going on in my life, had all this trauma now, had no friends. Um, but the one thing I did have and the one thing that really made me happy during this time was... Uh, thrifting like going to thrift stores and buying like vintage clothing or mm -hmm. like just old toys i had growing up or like rare video games just kind of like uh like american pickers storage wars like that kind of stuff just like right. trying to find treasure from nothing and i would do that like periodically and then i had amassed like a pretty significant collection of stuff. <laughs> like I just had like a closet full of t-shirts that I was too fat to wear, but I knew had value and like all these toys I didn't care about, but knew had value and stuff like that. Um, so then one day I was like, well, I need some space. Let me try selling some of this stuff. So I, I sold some of it online and I think I spent like $19 for everything I had gotten and I ended up selling it all for like 123. So I was like, wow, this is okay. Like there's money to be made here. And I, I love doing this. It's the only thing that's making me happy right now. So I just started doing that full time. Like I, uh, just like any, well not full time yet, but, uh, any free time I had, I would just go to thrift stores in, here in town, like Lima, like all the surrounding cities, Toledo, um, just, go there and thrift and uh eventually i started to like feel a little bit better made some new friends uh reconnected with a couple old ones and just started to get like a little bit happier a little bit healthier i broke i broke up with my uh then girlfriend because she also needed to kind of go on her own journey and i was just sort of trying to get out of the situation I, I was in because even though a lot of these people wouldn't 
hang out with me or I didn't hang out with them anymore. I was still stuck in this stigma of I had been arrested. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was trapped in that whole stigma and that's all people would remember. Like right. for an entire year of my life, whenever I'd bump into a classmate, they would just, it, I would either get a big high five and be like, oh man, you're a legend. Like you got arrested at prom. And I'd be like, that was the worst experience of my life. Don't high five me. Yeah, <laughs> or, for that. Yeah. Or I would get people that would just be like, I can't believe, like you had so much potential. I can't believe what happened to you. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, you want a high five? <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> and now I kind of want the high five. <laughs> yeah. Like, like there's no, there no winning. Like I was just stuck in that. And I was trying so, so, so hard to, uh, break out of that and uh, like I, I chopped off all my long hair which I regret now because my hair's thinning and I, w- I wish I had that super long hair now <laughs> um, but I like, chopped off um, all my long hair I uh, started going t- I started taking classes at a college I won't say that college's name either um, I uh, and I was just honestly just trying to better my life um, and trying to break out of like the mold and even though I had a couple friends I like you, I, I'm a very sociable person I like a lot of like a lot of, I like a lot of people around me and a lot of people in my like social groups so I was looking for more friends and then at this point uh, a lot of my uh, bad friends air quotes, the, the, the mm-hmm. bad friends started reconnecting with me. And, uh, I felt like I had to hang out with them cause they're right. some of the only people that would hang out with me at the mm-hmm. time. And, um, that was a, a big mistake cause I started smoking weed again. Um, which I don't, I, I think some people can, but, uh, at that point in my life, I couldn't and I shouldn't. Um, but I started doing things I shouldn't again. I was, I uh, started like drinking and I wasn't even 21 so that's not good and uh I was just up to like up to my old ways again essentially mm-hmm. and uh even though I was angry at myself for doing that I felt like I had no other choice because I was like what's what's the other option just being alone all the time like being right. still unhappy but not with anyone around me um and it's then a tough spot to be Yeah, it really is. And um, I had uh, like just sort of reached this point where I was like, if I don't cut these people out, like my life's never going to change. Like, like I'm not even trying. Like at this point, I wasn't even trying to find. uh, Well, I mean, I was, but I didn't realize I was trying to find happiness. I was just trying to to show people that I wasn't this thing (laughs) that everyone had painted me to be. Mm -hmm. And. I uh, uh, eventually just slowly but surely cut everyone out, um, which was very hard. Uh, People do not like to let go of some people, especially when it's like, you'll do this bad thing with me or like we have this history, like, come on, like where we go back so far. Um, All of those manipulative statements. uh, But it was very hard and I, I ended up spending probably... Um, I would say my whole, like, like my whole age 20, like alone, I wasn't really like talking to anyone, wasn't hanging out with anyone, but I also spent age 20 sober and that was a a huge step in the right direction Mm because people, uh, were now when I'd bump into people, they'd be like, how are you doing? And I've been like, I've been sober for this long or I've been sober for this long. So I was starting to break, like get away from that stigma. Like I was trying, I was starting to show people that like I wasn't who people were saying I was and um my my vintage store started to grow as well like it it, uh went from like a little hobby to a part-time job like I got to uh well I didn't get to I had to start putting it on my taxes which was so it made me so proud like it, it just made me so unbelievably happy and then um uh, around this time, I uh, went to my first uh, vintage event, which is essentially you just you go there, you buy a table, and then you you sell like clothing or whatever whatever the vintage item you sell is. Right. Um, and I I'd gone to uh, my first one. I bought a table, and then I realized that uh, there's people at the event that uh, knew me. Like when they'd come up to the table, they'd be like. 
oh, do you have a, an Instagram? And I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's this. And they'd be like, oh my God, I, I follow you. I followed you for the last eight months. Like, I love your posts. Nice. Like you find the best stuff. And I was in total shock for this. Cause mm-hmm. like I just spent <laughs> the last couple of years just getting like essentially socially beaten up by people or like people would just say either things I wasn't mentally <clears throat> able to hear or just kind of awful things to me. And, uh, now like to go from that to uh, all these strangers I don't know are like we love your page like we love what you do like you seem like such an awesome person you want to hang out it was almost like a like just it was so polarizing I don't even know how to describe it I just it blew me away and um after that I was like I think I should just keep doing this like I think this is the way like selling online is the way out um so then I started doing that more and more I started doing more shows and I eventually quit my job at the awful independent store (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh, I got a part-time job and I will, I will say the name of this place because shout out to them. I got a part-time job at the Salvation Army, um, which seems like a good fit. yeah, Yeah, exactly. For not only vintage, but just helping people in recovery. Like it's, it was to me the best option. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, I had a, I had an amazing time working there. Uh, really got to grow as like a person when I was working there. It also gave me the freedom to do more events because they're very loose with their schedule and they're like, yeah, you can work part time. We don't care. Um, and to this day, I, I love everyone that is at our local Salvation Army. Like literally, shout out to all those people. They're the best, some of the best humans you'll ever meet. Um, uh, but at this point. Uh, like my online business is really, really starting to grow. Um, and then I'm, I'm amassing all these business ships, friendships from just doing these events. And some of my best friends now are actually people I met through vintage clothing. Like actually my uh, best friend, how we met was at a flea market. I walked up to him and I said, that's a sick Betty Boop shirt. And he was like, thanks. I love your Air Maxes. And after that, we were best friends. <laughs> literally, like, we just become best friends. Yeah. Yep. yeah it was, what, a, what a neat cue. <laughs> yeah. It was literally one of those moments. And like, I, like, I, I love that guy so much. Like he's literally going to be the best man in my wedding and like vice versa. Um, so I was developing all these like really strong and healthy friendships. Um, and, and, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say my online business is PTW vintage on Instagram. Um, like that was really starting to like explode and grow. And, um, uh, I was really happy where I was. I had broken the stigma in a lot of people's minds because when they meet me now, they'd be like, or well, not when they meet me, but when they'd see me again, they'd be like, how are you doing? I'd be like, I'm great. I'm doing this like online clothing thing. And it's really like going super well. And uh, I was now kind of hitting this very strange point where the more and more people I would see, um, their like stories about how well they're doing and how badly I'm doing would shift to, well, now I'm doing better and they're not doing so well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and honestly, it just kind of made me sad because I was like so happy to finally share <laughs> this like happy, exciting point in my life. And a lot of people were starting to uh, have some like identity crises. Like I, I, I know a lot of people who don't really know what they want to do or be as like a career or as a person. And, uh, they're, they're really struggling with it and they're having a hard time. And, um, and honestly, it just makes me feel bad because I think a lot of that is because, well, when you're young or when money's tight, you just kind of take the best paying job, whether it's unfulfilling or whether it's essentially draining. Like I, I have some friends where they just work all week so they can pay their half of the rent and they can get just blasted on one night of the week. And, uh, I just, I feel bad for them because I, I, I know they, they have dreams and I know they like have these aspirations, but they're either too afraid to pursue it or they just, uh, don't really want to, but I, I, I hope they all do. Like, I, I hope they all figure out what they want or decide that like even the fulfillment you get from working towards something you want will sustain you until you actually achieve it rather than, Oh, I'm not going to do it. Cause it's a safe, that's like a smarter air quotes, safer bet to stay in this 
uh, job that's making me unhappy or stay in this relationship that's making me unhappy or stay in this position that's like stifling mm-hmm. my own happiness. Um, sorry, I went on a little side rant there. Yeah, that's just, it. it's just following you. Yeah, it's, it, it's just something I'm passionate about because I, I love what I do so, so much. Like it's, I tell people all the time, I, I wouldn't want to do anything else. Like, it, like so many of my friends, like my happiness comes from selling vintage clothing and just meeting the people I meet and the experiences I get to have. Um, it's not really working. Like, it's not like, it doesn't feel like work when you know Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. When you <laughs> said that, Mace was like, what do you mean it's no, not working? When you said it's like, not it's working. working for you, I, it's not really like a job working. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> like your old, your old nine to five that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, ass. that's a wrap. I, mean, <laughs> I think he's leaving. <laughs> no, when you, when you said that, I was like, oh, my God, my microphone isn't working. He's <laughs> like, oh, so confident. He's like, I know the th- my what I'm doing is working. So I was gonna I say, no, you, like anything you could say, I'd be like, no, it's definitely working. <laughs> like, uh, I know, I love that confidence. Um, I mean, because it is. Like, that's yeah. Why I, but but even if it is, some people don't have that confidence to back it up. Yeah. Um, well, some people I think try to step on my confidence a little bit. Like I actually had a good friend recently uh, who wants to start doing like a, sim- a similar thing that I'm doing, right. and th- their their whole thing was like, what if it fails? What if it fails? And I was like, that's not an option. Like, like if it fails, you just keep doing it until it doesn't fail. Like you just learn and you keep trying again. And it was, uh, I, I, uh, not long ago, somebody was, I, I read something about failure. There was something that like, if, if you work at something and it doesn't work, that's not failure. But when you do it again mm-hmm. and then you start seeing these places where, uh, you're not giving or where you're basically giving it the same try over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and still, you know, not succeeding. That's when you might say, am I failing at like realizing this is not for me? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And that's more of a failure than anything else. So I like the idea of like failing is not even an option because at least in my mind, like even if it doesn't go where you want it to go, Mm -hmm. you're going to learn so much. You're going to like make a lot of friends, like you said, you know, the, business networking and everything else so i was gonna say yeah, if, if, yeah if, go for it if what i'm doing is failing then i i'd be happy failing the rest of my I life i was just like, gonna say this is barely on trend for what you're hoping people get out of this is that like failure is just like this construct it's made up yeah <laughs> it's made up yeah really. <laughs> like, it's not real i'm not gonna fail because i'll just keep trying mm-hmm. just something isn't working right. and i'll change that <laughs> yeah like just make those little tweaks to uh <laughs> fix it um also, hold on. I'm. I, I got. So I'm trying to remember where I was in my story. Um. Before your sidetrack. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, oh, okay. you make you made your best friends. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> here, I, I, I think I remember. So at, at this point, uh, uh, I'm working at the Salvation Army. Uh, I'm doing. I'm starting to do well for myself. Like I'm. And th- mind you, this is like three years into doing this, so mm-hmm. it's not like an overnight success. Like I tell people all the time, like you can't just if you want to do it, you can't just start doing it. Like it took me four years to be able to say it was a career. Yeah. (laughs) Like it, it it takes a lot of time and hard work and as anything does, Mm -hmm. like, like nothing's just handed to you. Like you really got to work for it. Um, but, uh, at this point I'm working at the Salvation Army and, uh, I've got a good social group, um, all very like reliable, good people around me. Um, and I'm just happy. I'm just, I'm, I'm proud that I have this thing I get to brag about now. Just be like, look at how far I've come, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I flew a little too close to the sun at this point. And uh, I was like, I'm going to move out of my mom's house. I'm going to stop going to school. And uh, I got a place with a friend of mine. And I thought I was so cool because I was Mr. Moneybags at this point. Like, look at me. I sell T-shirts. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, uh, it was uh, a very bad mistake because I, I was making so many new friends that I actually didn't really even know this guy that well. I was just happy to have, like, a good friend group again. Mm-hmm. Air quotes. Some of them weren't good. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it just sent me back so far. Like, it just killed my mental health. I felt like I was just back in high school. Like, I was... Uh, yeah. I just, I felt so alienated living in that house with him, and he uh, was just not a supportive friend. Like, he uh, he wasn't the person who was saying, like, what if you fail? But he would, like, always be like, it's just shirts. Like, 
who's really going to buy them? And I was like, well, I think everyone wears t-shirts. So probably most people. <laughs> but uh, if you ask anyone that knows me, they will tell you that my whole wardrobe is t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's and like apparently a ho- one hoodie. W- and a hoodie to go on top <laughs> when it's cold. Top. Yeah. I once had a person that said to me, I only ever see you in t-shirts, but it's never the same t-shirt. <laughs> I, I get that a lot. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm would not be a person that would say that. I'm like, that sounds like the business to be in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> t-shirts is where it's it, it, It's a pretty good business. <laughs> I, I, I tell everyone they should like start a little, like a little Etsy shop or something just cause it's fun. It's so fun. Um, uh, but yeah, I was living in this house. I was so unhappy, like just super depressed again. Just, uh, my mental health took such a toll. And then, um, I, and I was trapped all over again. Like I, I, I had realized I had worked myself into the situation where even though I had broken out of the stigma, people knew that wasn't the real me and I was just depressed at the time mm-hmm. and I had all this work to show for it, uh, that I was just stuck living with this person who we probably hated each other at this point. Like we were just so unhappy living in this house together and I'm now paying for half the rent. So there goes all the money I thought I had. Um, and uh, it was just awful. Like uh, my, I had different ex at the time, but like we weren't on good terms either. Like it's the whole situation was foul. And then uh, I thought back onto the time of when I was like, well, uh, what do I, what am I going to do? Am I going to be alone or am I going to hang out with these toxic people that are really hurting me? Right. And this time I made, uh, again, like there's no such thing as failure. Cause I, I learned from my mistakes the first time and I was using those mistakes to do better this time. So I said like, here's the money for like, here's all the money for rent, um, for as long as the lease is up and, or until the lease is up and, uh, I'm going to move out. And I'm going to stop hanging out with you and all your friends because I just hate existence right now. Like, I, I don't want any of this. And I just left. I just completely left that whole situation and, like, took one week. And uh, at that point, uh, I just kind of kept to myself. Um, well, except for my vintage friends. Like, I, I still talk to right. them because, like, th- those are friends I'll have till the day I die. Like, they're su- such good people. But, um I like completely abandoned my like social group in town uh, here in Finley and then uh, moved back in with my family and started finishing out my degree. And then uh, something very interesting happened. COVID. (laughs) COVID started. Yeah. And I at first was extremely worried um, because I was like, oh, my God, we're all going to be locked up we're gonna be stuck like and and then the real thing i was worried about is i can't go to thrift stores anymore like that's my happy right. place that's like the thing i get the most fulfillment in life is just like digging and like picking and um i'm not gonna be able to do that and the first couple months of quarantine were really hard i'm not going to lie like i have been so fortunate enough to not have had any real like a addiction problems but mm-hmm. i swear i was fiending like uh, all day every day all i could think about was when am i going to be able to go to a thrift store like i would literally drive out <laughs> out front of salvation army and just stare at it <laughs> like i was oh boy <laughs> I, 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 I realized i had such a dependency on on doing that and uh um I don't know uh if that's a good thing or a bad thing because it does give me uh a, a great like it it gives me my career and it like gives me so much happiness. But the fact of not having it like was so bad for my mental health. And I I think uh, I'm not alone in saying uh, quarantine was not really good for anyone's mental health. Yeah. I don't Um, think so. Yeah. I think it was a bad time all around, but uh, this is, this is where something very uh, interesting happened Um, since everyone couldn't shop. Uh, and online shopping is the only thing you could do. Mm-hmm. My sales skyrocketed. Like they, it went from like, uh, and it's not like this now. So if anyone right. hears this, uh, don't think I'm rich cause I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but during that time, my sales had gone from like $50 a day to sometimes like $900 a day. Like I, I couldn't believe the money I was right. getting. Like it made no sense. It literally made no sense to me. Um, 
But uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to, uh, during that time, uh, save up all my money, uh, finish out school. So I'm finally done with school. Thank Congratulations. God. Thank you. Uh, was, Did you have like a specific major? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I had like four or five different majors at different points, and I kept just like ping-ponging around until I uh, finished out with just like general liberal arts degree, which I now... Uh, proudly display in my office and, <laughs> and that is all I will do with it because uh, I, I think I'm just going to stick with uh, the vintage clothing thing for the rest of my life just because I love it so so much yeah and, why not and also it's like I feel like if I went after pursuing something I could get with that degree, I just wouldn't enjoy it. Like it would finally feel like work and I, I don't want that. I, I enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> Then that would not be working. Exactly. <laughs> that, that definitely would not work for me. Um, so uh, I, I, was, I was super fortunate uh, this past year. I was able to finish out school. I was able to buy a house. I was able to buy a car. Um, and I was finally able to just kind of, be like I, I did this like it, it took four or five years but I finally like became the person I want to be and like I was able to surround myself with like only good people and it, it was such a such a hard road to get to it took five years of my life to get to a point where I'm like yeah I think I'm happy <laughs> which uh well actually it took longer than that because if we're like as far as working with vintage clothing it took five years but I've lived in Finley for like 11 years now. So I'd mm -hmm. say like this last year is the first year I felt like truly happy. So I'd say it's taken like a decade to find happiness and there's a lot, a lot of bumps in the road, but, um, uh, I, I like it, it, it's possible. Like I know so many people that feel so trapped in their jobs and their relationships. I know a lot of people that stay in their relationships just so, their significant other can operate as a roommate, which right. that's that's no reason to uh, be in a relationship for either person involved. Right. And um, I, I I hope that uh, anyone that hears this podcast, I I hope my words are able to like kind of resonate a bit, so you know that like it does get better. Like it, it, it gets worse a couple times <laughs> before it gets better, <laughs> but it it definitely gets better and. Um, like it, 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 it what, whatever's not good now, it's not going to last, but actions also need to take place to change that. You can't just stay like, oh, well, it'll just get better if I do nothing. It's like, no, like that, that job, like selling vintage clothing, that, that's a lot like happiness. You got to work for happiness. You like for anything you want, you have to work for it. Um, I had to work four to five years to get like, get that off the ground and make it a career. Um, people that stay in shape at the gym uh like keep keeping track on that smartwatch uh, <laughs> i don't do that i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it's um, not an obsession and i wouldn't stare at my wrist if it was gone <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's hard work too like to see results in any aspect of your life you have to put in hard work mm -hmm. um and i still struggle with mental health like mm -hmm. uh um Every now and then, uh, I'll, I'll go on a date and it won't go well, and then I'll be like sad for a whole week, or uh, I'll have one bad day of sales and I'll be like tearing my hair out over it. Or sometimes even I'll just wake up and I'll be like, I don't feel good inside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, I think uh, struggles struggles with mental health is something that uh, cannot be avoided, unfortunately. But uh, I. I I do remember in a podcast I listened to from you guys oh, the other day, oh. <laughs> someone said that uh, mental health does not discriminate. So mm -hmm. uh, no one's alone in that. Like we're all, we're all together on that one. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'd say just pursue your passions, pursue your dreams, uh, pursue any, any and everything you want to. That's good. <laughs> Don't pursue the bad stuff, but like things that will, uh, feed your soul you should absolutely pursue right. because in the times when like I had to move back in with my my family like a couple times like I it took a long time to get there but I wouldn't accept failure like failure was not an option I was going to do this mm -hmm. and honestly shout out to my mom because my mom helped me get through so much of those times and so much of everything with my mental health with school with uh 
<laughs> she, I mean, she helped me learn how to do taxes for my business, like everything. I owe so much to my mom. Um, she's been such a good support system for me, but, uh, like it, it, it definitely gets better. And, um, there's, it's definitely worth like working towards, uh, right. Yeah, sorry. I was going on a, no. a bit of like a Gary no. V tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, Continue on the tangent. <laughs> want to ask you, so yes. you talked about, it's almost in several parts of your story about how someone made a negative comment about your character or mm-hmm. your ambitions or who you were and what you were about. And instead of internalizing that and being like, yeah, I really am a waste of human existence. Mm-hmm. You were able to kind of put that as fuel on the fire. Yes. And not everyone reacts that way. So to like yeah. comments that way. So what do you think was helpful to you in those moments? Like what kind of process occurred in your brain? What were you thinking when that was happening that you were able to put, use that as fuel for your fire? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm petty. So like, I'll show you. <laughs> like, uh, oh my gosh. Um, the best answer. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's be it, petty. It, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, well, okay, it is true, but it's not true. Like, I'll give. I the, mean, it's partially I, true. I, 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 I totally I will, see it. I will give the real answer in a sec, but uh, it, I totally started PTW Vintage as like a spite to uh, my friend. Almost said his name. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> to uh, to my friend, not friend anymore, but friend at the time, and then uh, I was actually so proud of this. Two and a half years after that situation uh transpired i bumped into him and he was working at mcdonald's so i got to be able to show off what i had done and um and and all that and uh he was very like that's good for you but like he was trying to diminish it but i was like oh no no like i'm I'm proud of this and i'm just showing it off because you started this so if you're upset at any of it you can just be upset at yourself because that was your comment to me that made me do all this and now you have to live in this skin because I'm ordering from McDonald's <laughs> seeing you. So I'm definitely going to tell you this. Um, but uh, I, I know it's it's not easy for everyone to uh, kind of take trauma or take a statement or anything. And like you said, like turn it like fuel to the fire. Um, my only advice is... Uh, hmm, you you got to... You want... you. Okay, no, all right. I, I know how to word this now. Uh, sorry, I, it took me a sec because I don't want to, because everyone works differently. So yeah, I, absolutely. And again, like what I've done, some people can't do, and vice versa. There's a lot of things that other people do that I certainly can't. Like, uh, I'm not saying that um, just listen to what I say and do what I say, and then you can do it too, because don't. No, no one operates the same way. Like, uh, in high school, I was getting uh, like a C average, and then in college, I got an A average and I was on Dean's Dean's list and honor roll on paper. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't make sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like it just sort of like people just are weird and operate di- uh, differently. But I would say you, you have to, uh, whatever it is you're pursuing, whether it's, um, well, I mean, whatever someone's pursuing, it always revolves around happiness, but whether it's a career path or school or a relationship, you have to really want it. And I would say I, I really wanted happiness. I really wanted to feel comfortable in my skin again because I hadn't felt comfortable since, like, middle school. And uh, I also just I didn't want a job. Like, uh, <laughs> that was another thing. Like, I, I wanted to be able to live my own life. Like, I, I get to choose <laughs> what time I wake up every day. Like, that's such a freedom that s- so few people get to really enjoy. And I get to... Well, I, to be honest, I'm exploiting it now because I wake up at like one in the afternoon most days. But uh, um, it, like just those little things, I was like, I want those like more than anything. And I found like a, a career passion through selling vintage clothing because of I like just want to be free. I just want to be a comfortable person. Mm-hmm. So I would say um, obviously uh, don't don't try and bury your trauma because I tried to do that for so long I would like this is gonna sound weird but and it worked for me if it doesn't work for you then don't do it but if if you want to try it you can try to just kind of live in grief or like live in pain for just a little bit it could be like a tiny amount of time or uh, a long amount of time something I had to be in kind of misery for a very long time um, but I feel like uh, those bad moments make the good moments even better. And when the good moments are good, it's because I'm remembering 
uh, this is going to sound dark. <laughs> it's because I'm remembering how bad the bad ones are. And even now when I'm having a bad mental time, I'm just kind of in my head, like countdown to when it's good again. Right. It's it, so it like every time I like overcome something now, like water is more refreshing, like colors are brighter. Like it just makes the world a little bit better for me. And obviously that's not how everyone works. Uh, I bet some people are listening to this and they're like, what the hell is he saying right now? Um, but uh, I, I would just say like you, you have to find something you love, find something you want and then go after it. Like it, it'll be worth it for yeah. sure. What I, what I, what I really enjoy about the last minute, you know, and, and I'm not saying I didn't like the rest, but what uh -huh. I really like the, the two sides of, you know, uh, the impermanence of things being bad, you know what I mean? You, mm -hmm. you touched on that, which is one of those things that like is the easiest thing for me to fall back on whenever one of my friends is having a hard time or whatever. I'm like, dude, that's rough. You know, let's yeah. remember this is just temporary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How you're feeling, whatever it is you're going through, yada, yada, yada. It, it's temporary, you know? And I always yada, yada, yada my friends when they're having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it. I experience it. He always yada, yada, yadas me every time. I'm, I'm crying. He's, yeah, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but, the, but on the backside of that isn't just that, you know what I mean, that uh -huh. to keep that frame of mind, but also to that you do have to work for it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's a two-part system to this. Mm -hmm. There's probably 38 more parts that we're not talking about, but those are like two of the big ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, yes, you must work for, but yes, this is also just going to last for however long it lasts. That mm -hmm. moment is going to end. So oh, yeah. yeah, I appreciate the shit out of that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, I also do. And, uh, it's, it's something I, I try to like live by because, um, like I said, I'm not bulletproof. I still suffer from mental health. Um, especially, uh, um, like after uh, I had like bought my house, my car, I, it felt like I had finally accomplished my goals because uh, growing up, my family was always like, you have to be able to like pay for health insurance. You have to be able to like pay, like you have to be able to sustain yourself for whatever everyone has to pay for. And I had reached that point. So then I said like, now what? Like I'm yeah. 20, well at the time I was 23. So I was like, I'm 23. And I just did what I thought I was going to do when I was 47. Right. So... I guess I'll just drink. <laughs> like, I guess I'll just like fall back to my old ways. And then, um, I, I got like, earlier this year, I was in a really bad depression, like, uh, January to March, I'd say was awful. Like I was just not having a good time. And I didn't even realize how depressed I was until the end of March. Yeah. It felt like I was like coming out of a tunnel. Mm -hmm. And then when I looked back, I was like, Oh God! <laughs> like, I was just like, holy, that's yeah, not sounds right. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, like I just fallen into this depression that I didn't even realize. Um, and so then I like stopped drinking for a good long while and started working out. Like I essentially had to like give myself like new goals, new motivations. And I was right. like, I, I don't, I want to get to like a, a goal weight, which I still haven't yet. I'm working on it. Uh, um, I want like I, I had to like create new goals for myself. Um, which was something I didn't think I'd have to do. Like, it was kind of weird trying to be like, all right, what is next? Like, I guess I have to just keep growing PTW Vintage until maybe one day there's a brick and mortar or maybe we have a warehouse or like, like something like that. Like, I was just like, I have to just keep working towards uh, happiness because I thought I reached it. And you, like, once you have it, you have to work to keep it. Yeah, kind of thing. like that's something I didn't realize. Like it's, it's like anything. Just you have to put in hard work. Impermanence. To, yeah, yeah. impermanence. <laughs> which, yeah. which might sound scary, but uh, it's honestly like a little liberating because it ma it makes everything like a, a little sweeter because of the fact of like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm keeping this. Like I'm working right. hard to keep it and maintain it. Well, it's just like what you said with working out earlier about how you have to work hard to get those goals and see results. Mm -hmm. You don't just like do that once. And then yeah. you're fit forever. Yeah, it's not yeah I can tell you, I have not always looked like this. I, <laughs> I understand that you're not fit forever. Yeah, it's it's not it's Bring not it's up. not like yada yada yada. <laughs> it's not like once you have abs, you're like, all right, this is forever. <laughs> yeah, like we would probably all look a lot different as a population if that's how it works. Oh my god, it's like you just if, have to do this one time. If that was the case, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd stay at Planet Fitness for the next week. <laughs> like, <laughs> And like that's it, man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I got I got a question. Like you said that you got the house in the car, uh -huh. and then you're like, okay, well now what? 
Was there a point since then or even before then where you're like, the satisfaction comes just from you being who you are. You oh, know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. And, um, and without, without totally. the external stuff. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. The external stuff is just like a, a means to an end because I need the car to travel for thrifting. Like I go like I go out of state right, often. Right. And I have like people that now like through the connections I've made, they'll just like buy like a thousand T-shirts for me mm. and they'll give me a call when they have that number. And they'll be like, here's the number. And then I'll be like, let me travel down there and go through it and obviously I just I needed a house like I uh I, I, I was living with my family and uh shelter is one of our basic needs exactly yeah <laughs> right. shelter is pretty important yeah shelter is pretty lit uh, <laughs> uh but yeah just the fact that uh I I get to do what I do now um it just that alone makes me so happy right. and um like out of the hundreds of people I know and have met through what I do, um, I would never have gotten to meet them like without that opportunity. And, uh, I, I just am happy to know that, um, all my accomplishments were done because of me, like because of the person I am, like, mm -hmm. cause I, I'm like, there's specific decisions that like anyone could have done that, but there's like very specific ones where I'm like, I did that for this reason because of how I feel and how I feel about that person. And, like just the character I have. Mm -hmm. um, so like to answer your question, like, yes, like uh, the, the money and the external accomplishments, like the goals, uh, I forgot the exact wording that you said. Yeah, but, I don't remember. It's <laughs> um, all right. I was going to say the, those are just like icing on the cake. Like the cake is that I get to live happily. Right. Like that is what is important. Like that was always the goal for me. Like, uh, obviously it started as like a spite store and, uh, I wanted to break a stigma, but like, if you, if you like chip away at those two things, it's like, I'm doing this to prove that I am worth it. Cause that person said I was a, a waste of, uh, like human existence and I'm not, <laughs> no one is, <laughs> um, correct. And, uh, I was also like, I just want to be happy. Like, uh, this is fun for me. Like I, I enjoy, uh, uh, well, one shopping is just fun in general. Imagine shopping and you make money off of shopping. <laughs> like, like, uh, it, it's, it's, it's so fun and you get to see so many like interesting things, like just some of the things you see in a thrift store. That's such a slice of life. I would never be able to experience before. Like right. I would never be able to, uh, go to a, a Goodwill bin store and we're all picking through random, like, bits of clothing and the, like some of the things you find in there spark like the, the craziest conversations or mm. um, like there's one time uh, uh, I was at a thrift store and uh, I found uh, like a it was like a big graphic t-shirt that had uh, like Mary like a like religious Mary right. on it and um, there was a woman who as soon as I pulled that up she said like oh my god my son had that same exact shirt. Um, and after he died, I couldn't find that shirt anywhere. And I just handed that shirt to her. And I realized that this woman would not have gone through the men's t-shirt racks. So it's just like happenstance that that happened. And she was right. so like, she started crying in uh, the Goodwill <laughs> and yeah. I was just so taken aback. And I, I gave her a hug and cause she was like, can I give you money so I can buy that? And I was like, you can just buy it. Like, you don't even have to do that. Like, obviously this shirt means so much to you. Mm -hmm. And like, it clearly like you lost your son. That's horrible. I can't even imagine like what kind of grief and pain that is, but you can't find that shirt. Like, of, like you deserve this. Like you shouldn't, you should just go up there and tell them they just give it to you. <laughs> like, like, like uh, so there's just like things like that, where it's like uh, the experiences I have in life are because of like the, the route I chose to go and uh, I chose to go the route I went because of the type of person I am. So yeah, absolutely. Like just being myself is so rewarding. You cool. mentioned like that it. it's a, a spite store, but you could have done anything to spite someone that's, about being successful. That's you, true. You really could have gone like the corporate business tie, mm -hmm. you know, route to, and that would have shown them too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you could have shown them that way too. My point is that, whether you realized it or not at the time, there was mm -hmm. always something very deeply you that was going to drive that bus. And oh, yeah. for you, right. that that was the vintage mm -hmm. uh, clothing and all the other stuff. Thrifting yeah. And, yeah, all of the other stuff that goes alongside it. Mm -hmm. Because that's how 
your real spite is that you were going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> you were going to be happy. I, I think uh, happiness is the best revenge. Yeah, or, happy or living and well is the best revenge. Yeah. I forget what the quote is, but yeah, I I, uh, I I just wanted to prove to one myself and just everyone, like all the naysayers that like, yeah, I can do this. Especially, Absolutely. especially, um, uh, this is a, another rant. It's not in, in particular to anything, <laughs> but I feel like in, in school, a lot of the time, uh, you're told to go the more realistic route than the happier route. And, uh, I didn't subscribe to any of that in school. Like I, I literally failed assignments cause I was, they're like, what do you want to do? And even at like a young age, like in elementary school, I said, I just want to open up a store cause I, there's family members I've had that have opened up their own businesses. And I, really kind of like idolized that idea of just being your own boss even before I had a boss and I was always told that that's not quote-unquote realistic and uh whenever I bump into my teachers now I'm like oh like, do I have something to tell you like let's talk about realistic yeah, it's my real life it's happening right now exactly so uh uh if there's one thing uh to take away from this is uh if you're unhappy uh, choose happiness, like choose life, like pursue it um, in the best way possible. Don't obviously harm yourself or harm others. Uh, go after your dreams, go after uh, what you want to be. And um, honestly, just that, like, like just, just pursue everything. If you're in a toxic or abusive rela relationship and you're too scared to leave, try to seek help. Like, obviously I, I was in uh, two very toxic relationships and it's, it's it's so hard to leave one of those yeah. like uh it, it's it's so easy to say just leave it you're unhappy but that's when you're in love with someone that's it's not as easy as that um when when you were when you were in one of these or either of these mm -hmm. where would you say at least in my experience when you're in a relationship like that whether it's friends relationship you know like romantic uh -huh. relationship or whatever somewhere in the uh in the in the formula is find supportive people you know what i mean you may not yes. realize it at the time but somewhere in that story of getting away mm -hmm. from these toxic people that's part of it where would where did you find that for yourself within these shout out to mom <laughs> shout out to Love mom. mom honestly uh like without mom because uh, i uh, she taught me like most of like my uh like inner strength growing mm -hmm. up like uh she was like, never let someone do this to you. Like she wouldn't be like, just punch them in the face if they say this, but she was, she like, she gave me the tools early on to be like mentally, never let this person do this to you or like right. never let someone's words, uh, keep you down. And, uh, when, when I say keep you down, I mean like, obviously a statement anyone can say can knock you down, right. but don't get up. Like, don't let it keep you down. Mm -hmm. Like, eventually recover from it and learn from it and get stronger and get better. Well, that is literally, like, the theme of your whole story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, no, really, like, I, I, uh, I, 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 I'm so grateful for everything, but I'm the most grateful for my mom because I feel like if I didn't have my mom, like, I, everyone says their mom is the best mom, but, like, even my friends go to my mom over some of their moms for support or like advice. Like she really is the best mom. Um, but yeah, like I just keep getting up. Don't stop. Never stop. Um, just <laughs> what? <laughs> stupid quote from a stupid movie came to mind and you know which one I'm talking about, but never stop. Never stop. Him. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Wait, what, what is that one? Pop star. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never stop never stop it. i hate you bailey <laughs> anyway but yeah i was gonna say shout out to that movie that movie's got the right idea <laughs> um, i know i think it's i always say that all the time never stop never stopping <laughs> um but uh I, I don't know i feel like I, uh, that's pretty much like my whole story there right. um do you guys have any other questions at all or i Oh, you go ahead, Larry. You, yeah. Oh, I thought you saw your little finger go upward. That's where you're like, say something. <laughs> I'm going to say something. I, so. I was just going to say that I love how you're doing our job for us. Like, I don't even have to wrap it up. <laughs> oh, okay. Put that over a little well, I was bow. Say, so I, nice. I, 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 feel, I feel like if I kept going, I'd just be repeating myself. Um, just because I, I feel like I've said, like, uh, don't let anyone squish your happiness or like keep choosing life, keep choosing happiness. It gets better. I feel like you can only say that so many times times and uh, it'll just get repetitive so I just uh, I want that message to resonate because it's like it's 
how I live my life. I think it's like one of the best messages. That's your, that's my mantra for sure. Yeah. You say that's my tramp stamp. Max. (laughs) But you know what? I don't know if that's your tramp stamp. Whatever. (laughs) Wouldn't know if it was, but (laughs) a little like, uh, like a little conscious thing was like, how did she know? (laughs) I mean, shoot. Now I might have to get that. (laughs) I'm going to get one that says never stop, never stop. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Like in like the script, like, Heck yeah. 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 Never stop. Never I want it stopping. to be misspelled. I don't know which word, but I want like may, like maybe never stop, never stoping. I think is what mm-hmm. I'm going to get. Like, cause it's got to be misspelled or I don't know how I'd feel right about it. <laughs> it would be wrong if it was right. You know right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> tram stance, fun conversation. Also, Maybe good that you uh, asked because maybe other people thought I said tramp stamp. <laughs> Just clear that up for everyone. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I feel like, is this really the last thing? Is this the last thing? <laughs> here, I'll is this the last right, thing no, that no, no, we okay. wrap I'll, this I'll, up on? Right, no, yeah, I'll let's force you to I'll say wrap, something okay. else motivational. Um, uh, if you are if you are feeling trapped out there, uh like it you should seek help you should work on yourself uh don't stay in a relationship that's hurting you it's so it's so hard to leave but like absolutely do not um do not stay (laughs) not do not not leave um (laughs) do not stay uh seek help seek uh support groups uh just because it it gets so much better it's so it's so hard to say goodbye to a social group so hard to say goodbye to a safe job even if it's killing you inside it's so hard to say goodbye to just like those safeties of feeling okay in the moment but horrible in the long run you want to feel good in the long run and have to work hard and feel horrible in the moment to get to where you want to be so if, if there's anything to take away from this is, is to do that. Just follow your dreams, work towards your goals. It took me five years to get to a point where I felt comfortable in my skin doing what I do and happy. And, uh, and now I'm going to live the rest of my life feeling this way. Right. So what, like, what would you want to compare like five years to a, the rest of my life? Like that there's, there's no question there. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like the five years had a lot of pain, but like there was a lot of great moments. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I got to grow so much. I got to make all these friendships. It wasn't like the five years were nothing. Like there was a lot of bad, but now, now when I look back on it, the, the bad is so, so hard to see. It's so like dark and the, the good is so bright. <laughs> like I, don't, I, right. I like, uh, I just remember the, the really good things. Like even when I was telling my story, um, I was just like, you know, I've, I've told this story so many times to so many people. I can like, can't even like remember like what came next. <laughs> like, like I, I, it was just one of those things where I was like, just the bad just kind of turns to a blur after a while and the good just stays bright. So seriously, whatever it is, work towards your happiness. That's the best way to live in my opinion. <laughs> I have to throw that in there. Awesome. In your opinion. I I agree. <laughs> As do I. Yes. Well, Max, you're a super awesome person. Thank and you. I'm really grateful that we've had this opportunity to get to hear your story. Yeah, I'm super you. glad we met now. Yeah. yeah. Thank- now, <laughs> now, before, before I wasn't, been, before I was like, yeah. who's this guy in the weird t shirt? <laughs> <laughs> before I was like, mm, I don't want to do this. No, I'm just kidding. I, feel like that. I never feel like that before podcasts. I meant like in this moment, is what I meant. <laughs> I'm not like, okay, it's now changed. it's all right. <laughs> you know what? It's okay because i did the working thing so you can you'd have your thing that comes across a little wrong that's fair (laughs) it's not working (laughs) i'm glad i met you now (laughs) emphasis is important Mm -hmm. so um anyways really inspiring motivational story and i hope that i think it's you have just a really strong message of I guess that like, keep going, keep going and really like follow your dreams. That Mm -hmm. kind of, that message of just like really doing what's the one thing that you said that I loved. And it's not like this is the only time I've ever heard it in my life, but it's so important is the do what feeds your soul. Yeah. Yeah, Um, And so thank you for sharing that message with our listeners. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Yeah. I'm happy to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. 
All right. Well, um, for our listeners, tune in next time for more inspiring stories from our recovery community. You have been listening to the I Am Somebody podcast, a collaborative project with Focus Recovery and Wellness Community, NAMI Hancock County, and LGBTQ Spectrum of Finley. If you or someone you know is in need of emergency services, call 911. If you are feeling suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. If you are facing a crisis situation, you can connect with a crisis counselor by texting HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741. If you are in Hancock County, Ohio, you can call Focus Recovery and Wellness Community at 419-423-5071 from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. NAMI Hancock County can be reached at 567-525-3435, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Support for LGBTQ plus youths and adults can be found at LGBTQ plus Spectrum of Finley by emailing contact at spectrumoffinleylgbt.org. Outside of Hancock County, Ohio, you can use the internet to search for recovery community organizations or contact NAMI National at 800-950-6264 from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. LGBTQ plus youths can contact the Trevor hotline at 866-488-7386. If you are a victim of domestic violence, please call 800-799-7233. If you are a victim of sexual assault, please call 800-656- 4673. Your hosts today were Larry Betts and Bailey Kerr. Marketing support was provided by Amber Keir. I'm your compare, Jazz Bradley. This podcast was made possible by the support of Associated Charities. The song used for the I Am Somebody podcast is A Walk in the Light by Zach Fletcher. The song was used under permission by the copyright holder. Thank you for listening. I am somebody.